0: Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala shares five very important characteristics that every parent and every leader of their flock should embrace and practice. And I think these five characteristics will abundantly change not only the trajectory of your family life, but also the quality of your family life and relationships. So let's break it down. The first thing Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala tells Prophet Muhammad is anhum, pardon them, wastaghfir lahum and ask forgiveness for them. And consult them in the matter. عَزَّمْتَ And when you have decided, فَتَوَكَّلْ الله. And that's the fifth one. Rely upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that means, as leaders of our flock, and as parents, we should pay attention to these five characteristics. Number one, is to always forgive and pardon for the intentional and non-intentional actions. Make it happy to create a culture Of forgiveness in the home. The second characteristic that we should be embracing is to constantly seek forgiveness for our loved ones and especially our children. You know, sometimes they do something and it really bothers us at our core and sometimes we may not say anything and we harbor that ill feeling. want us to learn to channel that ill feeling to seek forgiveness for them, constantly seek forgiveness for them, despite how hard it might be. And the reason for that is because that's what's going to be helpful and impactful in their life. If you are constantly harboring these ill feelings as a way to filter your emotions because you obviously don't want to act on every single emotion you feel, that can easily turn into resentment. So, a remedy for that is to channel that negative energy to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive them for the intended and non intended actions. The third characteristic is to always consult our family members. With important matters. This will send the message that their existence in the family is valued, that what they think has importance. And that does wonders for children's self-confidence. However, this is the part where you need to remember that you are the leader as a parent in this family. And so you need to know that the decision is ultimately going back to you. And that's the fourth characteristic where Allah Subhanahu wa Taala tells Prophet Muhammad to decide So after we've collaborated and we've collected all the information that we need, the ultimate decision goes back to the leader, to you as a parent. You decide based on your best judgment, but then what happens? We have a lot of anxiety, don't we? We become anxious because we don't know the outcome of this decision that we're making. We don't know if it's gonna lead us to something good or bad. We don't know if it's gonna turn out the way we have anticipated. So we become extremely fearful in this moment. And that's where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Shares the fifth characteristic, and that is tawakkul, to have complete reliance and to recognize that it's not our decisions that drives the outcome, because ultimately the outcome is in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is simply watching us to see what's the choice that we're going to make and if we're going to choose him in every single decision in the best way possible. And here is the beauty of this verse, because then it completely and perfectly lines back up to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala begins the ayah with which is reminding Prophet Muhammad sallallahu that he wasn't lenient in that position based on his own merit but it was from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he was given the sophia to be lenient in this very critical matter you see how this ayah intricately and beautifully ties back together and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then ends the verse to remind us that Allah loves those who rely upon him and so sometimes if you find yourself really struggling with tawakkul you're having difficulties to completely rely on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on something that you are dealing with. Maybe it's an illness and you don't know if you're going to get better from it. Maybe it's a decision to get a certain degree and you don't know if that degree is going to lead to a better job in the future. Or maybe it's about selecting a spouse or maybe it's about the outcome of your own kids and you don't know how they're going to turn out. You don't know if they're going to lead a happy and fulfilling life that pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala versus one that doesn't. And this is where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminds us. So when all those anxieties of the unknown and the uncertainty arrives in your heart, remind yourself of this verse. Allah loves those who rely on him. And it's important to note here that tawakkul involves placing one's trust in Allah's plan and wisdom, believing that he will provide and support and guide in all matters, even if the outcome appears to be maybe undesirable from your perspective as a human. It doesn't mean that You should simply be passive, of course, and not make an effort to drive better results. But it means after making all the necessary efforts as a believer, we shouldn't excessively become anxious about what's going to happen and what the results are going to look like, but rather to trust Allah's plan for us. And if you ever find yourself like the Bedouin, who left without tying his camel, remember that the Prophet ﷺ asked him, Are you not going to tie your camel? How are you just going to leave it? Untied, the Bedouin said, well, I have complete trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that's a beautiful thing, isn't it? But what did the Prophet Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, say? He said, tie your camel and then place your trust in Allah. Strive first, put in the effort, the input is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching and then he wants to see how much of a reliance do you have on him when it comes to the output." Remember that every single outcome that we are striving for has already been predetermined for us. It is in lawah al mahfud. While we were in the womb of our mothers, everything was already decreed. The time we're going to be born, the time we're going to die, whether we're going to have kids or not, boys or girls, whether we are going to get married, whether we're going to get a good job, how much money we're going to make. All of this has already been decreed. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala withheld this information from us. Why? Because we're human beings. And if we knew exactly what we're going to get, then would we really strive to do anything? Probably not. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala withholds this information from us to watch how we're going to strive by using our free will to choose Him in every single moment, regardless of what the outcome will look like. And that, my friends, is the epitome of tawakkul. And the next time, you might be struggling with tawakkul. To have that complete reliance on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, try to force yourself to do it, for no other reason, not for the outcome, but simply because this is an act that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves. Remember that the next time tawakkul feels harder than it needs to be, you are participating in an act of worship that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves. I hope you benefited from today's reflection. If you find this podcast helpful, please go ahead and share it with someone who can benefit from it as well. Take care. alaikum.